In part three of episode two, we continue talking about bodybuilding and the motivation behind it. Enjoy, guys. This is the last part of this podcast, and thanks for listening. You're an idiot. Yep. You know, and but then some days too, like myself, like you don't miss any gym sessions. You hit every single meal. You pound back the pounds and pounds of white fish and the rice and the yeah. whatever else, and you still step on stage in the best shape of your life, and you still place what you place because it's just that day. There's always somebody better. For sure. And you have to. It's it's heartbreaking. Everybody has a story going to a show. Everybody's worked hard. You know whatever motivating factors there are it could be a loss of a loved one, it could be overcoming something, uh, it could be just general whatever it is. But you're just it is what it is. And you, you there's no sense in appealing. You can rant and rave. Like I said with mine, I had uh, I perceived issues between a couple of competitors ahead of me. You just have to say, take what it is and say, okay, I just need to be better. Yeah, that's your motivation. If you want to do it again, what are you going to do? What are you going to sacrifice to get to that point? So with me, if I'm going to step on stage again, I need another two years of training. I need to be able to say, well, I need to come in 10 pounds heavier. To do that, I need to just focus on training and and normal training and normal eating and normal like activity. Do you think that, you know, when you're going and you say normal training, normal eating, if you're on that path for two years, do you still need to work as hard as what I witnessed you work? Do you still need to do that right before the show? Absolutely. Or is your body that much more evolved where you know well, there is some, there is something saying that uh yes once you've done that kind of work your body will kind of attune to that it does get easier uh as you do multiple shows not i don't think in the sense of in my limited experience in the sense that you don't take off body fat faster yeah you just mentally know what you're going to go through you know that four weeks out is crunch time. You know there's no more cheats. You have to suffer. You know you have to get your two gallons of water in a day. You have to just dig in deep and do it. Yeah. Right? Leading up to the show, okay, this time you know that uh, if I work for two years and okay, now I'm 16 weeks out from this prep, um, I need to make sure I look a certain way before I even start the prep. Sure. Because I was too, you know, too out of shape the first time. This time I'm going to be more in shape. Yeah. So I'll do a little bit more cardio before the prep starts. Maybe I won't eat as much food. Won't go as heavy. I'll stay leaner. Uh, those are factors that that every show gets better and better. And 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 you coach other people how to do this. But when it comes time for this, you get yourself a trainer. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And I have I have friends that have been in the industry for 25 years. Yeah. Because you need that objectivity. There are people that can that can do it themselves. Absolutely terrific. If you can do that, you know your body through and through, you know what to change, you know how to bring yourself into that shape. Fantastic for myself, having, you know, a wife and kids and my job. Yeah. I, I cannot. You need that extra kick in the ass. I do. I need someone to say, okay, duty this, duty this. And I'm like, okay, even if I know that diet, even if I know I could do it myself, it's just, it's just more worthwhile, especially in the final two weeks to have that guy track you and say, okay, this is our plan. This is what we're going to do. I can just keep my mind focused on that rather than trying to find all the variables. Because if I wake up one day slightly heavier than the next, or if I don't have the look I want, mentally at that point, you're so exhausted that you just, that's when massive mistakes occur. Yeah. And then if you have someone objectively out of the side saying, nope, you're fine, do this, do this, trust well, me. It's got to play with your emotions and everything too on your inside, right? It you is. Know, all that change that's happening within you. It is. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people who do it wrong in terms of like they're starving more than they should be, you know, they're dehydrated or they're whatever the case. And, and they're not in a good mental state. And right. that that does happen. That is, that's the unhealthy aspect of the sport. And there are people that go through that. Uh, I was very fortunate. My coach this time who helped me through I ate a ton of food. I was eating almost double the amount of food I had the first time. So I wasn't I wasn't actually starving, but it was just I dieted longer so I could have that extra food. Wow. And people who crashes, you know, a 12-week diet, three-month diet, so go down to 
ridiculously low amount of calories and it's just not good for them. No, no. So <clears throat> if you could pick one person out there to be your hero, who would it be? Oh, you, Tom. No, oh, come on. <laughs> Um, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm the epitome of hero. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I, I, you know, I honestly, uh, I don't know if I've ever come across someone who's so mind-blasting for me that, you know, I want this guy, I want everything. I, I kind of... That's a good, that's good, though. That's not yeah, I, 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 I take I take inspiration from everybody. Like that's great. Little, little things, and it's not like one singular person. Like if I do exactly as he does, I'm gonna be like him. Or, there, there, there's one hashtag I always use on on every post, and it's called "It's Be You." And 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 that that's probably probably the best answer. I'll yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I am the culmination of my thoughts and processes of everybody around me. Yeah, and I draw inspiration uh, from. Like, again, just be like yourself uh, on how you run your businesses and how you take care of your family. It helps motivate me for myself. You know, people within my own industry, the sports world, the whole life, whatever. That's amazing, man. Yeah, so that's exactly why I kind of take it from any any little bit of motivation I can, I'm can i seeing in the world. And I try and focus on all the positive. Yeah. There's so much negativity out there. But um to weed through it, pick little pieces of the positive, and it just man, it punches me in the face and gives me drive yep. every day. Yeah, and my kids, my kids motivate the crap out of me. Mostly watching them run around, going, "How the hell are you not tired?" Yet? Yeah, just, yeah. No, there's enough carbs in the world for that. Last thing I want to mention is uh, you started hunting again recently. Yeah, that's actually uh, an interesting thing. So did you get one this year? No, no. no last, the last day I got out. Uh, I saw nine in a field. Yeah. Uh, I saw none before. I remember all the rising you were getting yeah. on the Facebook yeah, posts. Yeah, more pictures that. and less whatever. So the last day I saw nine. First thing I did was take a picture because no one's going to leave me. Yeah. Uh, and then they were just too far away. They weren't coming towards me. And then it was Couldn't just- Couldn't call them in. No, and it was just right at dark. So if I ended up even getting one, I'd have to chase in the woods and deal with it at dark. Yeah. Uh, this was your first year back hunting and how long? 17 years. Wow. So yeah, I'm 35 now. So I stopped hunting when I was 17, went to university, did my stuff, went through my problems, moved out here five and a half years ago. And now this is the first year that uh, things have been really good for me and slowed down that I can actually take a look at stuff. And then That's and, amazing. And the thing with this year is I started getting into bow hunting, which was just absolutely fun. Oh yeah. Like, and, and then, then, so I'm out there in that tree stand and uh, you see that, you see those, those deer up there and you're like, well, geez, if I had a rifle, this would have been a problem. Right, because you're, like, you're 60 yards away and you're like, but then I gotta think of, well, geez, with the bow, but there's so much more exciting because I'm sitting there waiting and waiting, waiting. And this is what I try to get across people. I get asked all the time, hey man, you know, get your gun license and go deer hunting. I will never, ever take a deer with a gun, ever. And that's, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying it's more, it's more about drawing that deer in 20 yards from you. Oh, uh, that was that was the hardest thing. They were at me 60 yards and they just didn't hunt in, yep. You know, and, and that deer being there, having no clue what you are, they know you're there. I mean, yep. they're not stupid. Yep. They can't figure out what you are, if you're supposed to be there or not supposed to be there. Yep. That whole experience, and I'm sure, so I'll tell you, the first the first deer I ever shot probably would have turned anybody off of hunting. And this was with my, my now father-in-law. This was going back uh, 11 years ago, 11 years ago this past fall. 
he took me out and I didn't have a bow or nothing yet. I had my hunting license and uh, I'd never been in the woods before. I had no idea what to expect. I always, I fished my whole life, but uh, hunting was new to me. So he took me out, put me in this tree. He, he says, ah, you're guaranteed to see some deer. Okay, perfect. And uh, it was just getting dark and this buck comes walking up over the ridge. And it was like straight out of a movie, like Clint Eastwood shit coming up over the sunset is in the background. I'm like, this is great. So I raised the bowl up on him and I'm shaking. And the adrenaline set in like nothing you've ever seen before. And I pulled the trigger and he dropped, smack, done. Fuck, I dropped him. I dropped him right there in his tracks and me not even understanding how all of this was processing, right? And so the deer was kind of edging its way down the embankment a little bit into the hardwoods. And I hear my father-in-law walk up. I waited about 20 minutes. I remember him saying, the one piece of advice I'll give you is if you shoot something, sit there for a minimum of 20 minutes, don't move. And you don't want to spook him. You want him to just lay down and, and do his thing. So I hear him come out of the tree and he was only about a hundred yards into the woods from me. And I hear him laughing. And I couldn't figure out why he was laughing. I don't, know, I don't know what the hell's going on. So he comes walking out. He says, oh, you shot one. I said, yeah, I shot one. He dropped right dead in his tracks. He goes, he's laughing, pissing his pants. He says, no, you, you spined him. You paralyzed him. And he's over there moaning. So now you need to finish the job. And I go, oh, man, this is like the worst thing that could ever happen. First deer ever in my life. And so I get my bull cocked again. I go down and, and uh, I was going to take a shot and I just... I decided to take the knife to him. So the father-in-law says, Here, here's the knife and finish him. So I get on his back and, you know, this, I've never encountered a freaking deer before. I get on his back and the damn thing threw me five feet in the air. By this time, my father-in-law is now leaned up against a tree laughing and crying. This is probably the, the best thing he could ever expect from a future son-in-law. So I got it done, and, and, and after that whole ordeal, I, man, I, I can't tell you how many guys I know that would have been like, oh, you know, I'm done, this is it for me. That that was, but for me, it was, I don't know if it was the closest to the animal, if it was the adrenaline rush, but you know, now I've got this guy on the wall and, and many other deer that I've taken. And um, man, we gotta get out hunting sometime now that I, that I, I didn't even know you hunted when I first met you. No, a lot of people don't think I do either. So I, I had no idea. And I'm here going like, man, I need a hunting buddy up here. And yeah. my neighbor's a hunting buddy. Look at this, yeah. that's awesome. It's, uh, it's worked out pretty nice actually. And I, I'm very excited to get out and do more. Absolutely. Now we do some turkey hunting in the spring too. Yeah, I'm not a, I, I may go, um, now that you don't need to go get that ridiculous course done, but, uh, for me, it was all, it's easier for me to go to the grocery store. A deer I can't buy at the grocery store, you know, duck and goose. I love duck. I want to get a duck hunt this year for sure. Um, all right, Rick. Well, thank you for being on the show. I want to end this, uh, you know, you got some social media you want to plug, the website, the business. Yeah, the, I, uh, I run my own little side uh, nutrition, online nutrition training yeah. company called New Body Fitness and Nutrition. And uh uh, it's at uh, facebook.com slash newbodyfn. Uh, basically, it's a little online uh, training uh, thing that I do for people where 50 bucks a month, I do their, their That's dieting cheap. Yeah, I do their dieting for them. I give them training plans. I don't actually train them myself, so I want to help people be accountable. But uh, the, the great thing about this is that it's cheap. 
drive. Well, it's from someone who actually has know-how in the industry. And it's funny, you know, you mentioned before that you can get anything you want on the internet. But even with dieting, there's so many, let's call it, you know, witchcraft dieting out there. It's worth the 50 bucks to get a proper plan. Yeah, and then again, like there's there's many coaches, trainers, places, facilities you can go to. They'll charge you, you know, 150 dollars a month. And sure, I mean, they'll give you the in-person experience. I, I offer the online experience that's, yeah. that's reasonably priced, that keeps you accountable, all access to stuff. Um, and I've gotten great results with people, uh, especially with the, the general you know, lifestyle changes stuff, you know, sure. if you want to do competition dieting, that's a whole different story, a whole different lead. Um, and I would probably steer you towards more, you know, able-bodied people that would be able to do that kind of thing. But for the general person like yourself or anybody even experienced that wants just more tailor making stuff, that's where my job comes in. Yeah. And then if anything happens during the case, it's like, okay, you know, you're kind of getting a bit, as injured or whatever, then as a, as a physio, I can refer you onwards to say, maybe you should go down this road. And that For sure. Road. So you know, it just I, makes sense. Well, and I, and I keep that separated from my physical therapy stuff from, you know, liability and conflicts and whatnot away. So the Facebook page again is? It is facebook.com slash newbodyfn. Newbodyfn. So for anybody listening, I can attest, I've watched this man go through a crazy transformation last year. And he is my hero when it comes to keeping fit and understanding the body. And he's he motivated me to make some changes in my life, not by actually saying anything to me to motivate me, but by watching him. So if anybody out there is looking to make some changes, if you have a New Year's resolution that you wanna stay true to and be realistic about, contact Rick. He's uh, He definitely knows his stuff. So Rick, I wanna thank you for being on the show, my friend. And I've got something for you for being on the show. You are literally, besides me right now, these are being released next week on my site, Rise Apparel. For anybody who doesn't know listen to this podcast, this podcast is brought to you by Rise Outdoors Apparel Company. You can reach us on the internet at www.riseapparel.ca and Facebook, Official Rise Apparel, as well as Instagram, Official Rise Apparel. Rick, thanks again, buddy. Thanks, Tom, buddy. Cheers, and cheers to everybody else. Rise up, rise and grind, and rise above.